morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day, and welcome to the Theory of Anything, episode eight. What? what? Woohoo! Well wow. done, good. <laughs> Co-hosted by myself, Andy, also known as Paps or Dad, and my two sons, Ford and Devon. Welcome to you both. How are you? Good. Welcome to you too, gentlemen. Ah, yes. Uh, pretty good. Thank you very much. Good, 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 good to hear that. Well, we're here again to examine anything really that's grabbing our attention in the areas of media, tech and faith. And uh, yeah, so how's things been with you both? Me first? Yeah, okay. yeah, go for it, yeah. Yeah, things are going really, yeah, really, really good. I'm quite tired today, so if I'm not hugely energetic, then oh. then don't don't shoot me. Oh man! Just came back from we've, conference, we've, so um, we've peaked. Yeah, we've peaked. just. <laughs> this is done you might, might as well start watching. See you later. <laughs> well, I'll we'll just say you're more laid back than usual, shall we? Yeah. Is that possible? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally horizontal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. And how are you, Ford? Uh, I'm very well, thank you very much. Good. I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited because I just heard some news about the Matrix. Oh. <gasps> Okay. Yes, they, they're planning on making. Yes, they're making another Matrix film. Yeah, that's been ah. that's, that's been news for ages, bro. Oh come on, man! I, I, I'm late to the game. <laughs> well, sure I it was. I thought we mentioned it on the podcast yeah, at some point. <laughs> what? Oh man! Do you, well, do you listen? Do you listen to this podcast? No, I don't. I'm afraid I really don't. <laughs> now that the shooting started, it looks very much like John Wick. It's a bit weird. Yeah. Oh, right. I, I wonder if they're going to do a crossover thing. It could be quite yeah. exciting. Are we thinking? Is it going to be uh, like a subfilm within the three existing? Because it kind of finished, didn't it, with it, it did. the third Matrix film? I can't it, think. It can't be a, a sequel to Episode Three of the Matrix. Well, I don't know because Neo died in the films, but in the, in the, he is in this next film, so you know, yeah. you're making I'm a comeback. And the second and the third one literally follow on from each other. So it can't come between those two films. Well, hmm. there you go. Interesting. It can't be a prequel if it's got Neo in it. Mm. It's also got Trinity in it. She's dead as well, so who knows? Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Reboot movie. Yeah. Yeah, it could be the way they do these days. Yeah, probably probably not going to like it then. No, disappointing me. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointed already. Yep. Oh, that's it's, it. it's a write-off. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, thank you for reminding us of it. Anyway. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought I was being so fresh. Oh, <laughs> Never mind. fresh and relevant and new news. Yeah, yeah. It's fresh to me. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anything else we wanted to pick up on from previous episodes? Doesn't have to be last one only. I wanted to just mention something from the last episode where I was floundering while we were talking about Casablanca as trying to remember who the uh, at the beginning of the film we hear about two people who died. It's kind of kind of fundamental to the plot. Uh, we don't ever see those two people, but they were couriers. Can you remember that? Yes. Yeah. I know well, it's a small one. Yes, sort of people. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Delivery yeah. drivers. Yeah. No, that's nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. They were couriers that were killed, and that's what kind of sparked some of the uh, storyline for the rest of the film. But yeah, I know that's very small importance, really. But when I listened back to the episode, I uh, was prompted. And reminded of that. Anything else anybody wanted to share? Um, I wanted to point out that we uh, had a nice little comment on our episode seven um, video on YouTube. From <laughs> from what did it say? <laughs> from Edit. Trinity, our chief editor. Yes. Um, oh, she she commented. So she listens to it. That's she does, good. Yeah. To Listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I've been thinking about it, and I think I would like to have either Hugh Grant or Neil Patrick Harris as my passenger's companion. Uh, she said, in fact, I'm tempted to finalise my answer as Neil Patrick Harris because heart eyeball emoji, heart eyeball emoji, heart <laughs> eyeball emoji. Okay. I'm, I'm really disappointed. Oh, no. <laughs> In your own sister. I am. Just doesn't meet your standards, does it not? Definitely doesn't. Oh, man. Are you going to have to educate me? I don't even, can't picture who Neil, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris. Is. He's the guy from How I Met Your Mother, the 
one who's but, like the ladies' man, but who's I think he's asking. Still, he's getting no one closer understanding any of that. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> you have not seen it. No. Bar- How his I name. met your mother is that TV or film? It's TV. TV. I thought it was. Yes, yeah. yes. It's very popular. The music. Is it? Yeah. Although very disappointing, the ending. Yeah, I heard that. Oh. Almost everyone says it. The whole thing's disappointing, so it kind of follows. Oh, oh. <laughs> very strong. The the ending matches the beginning and the middle. <laughs> you got to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah. You know, as long as they're mm-hmm. all equal quality. Exactly. Well, okay. so shout, shout out to that. Very very hard. <laughs> okay, thanks for sharing. <laughs> Okay, unless there's anything else, shall we get along, move along to yeah. our first segment? Sounds good. Ford's segment. Subject. Now, I wanted to talk about a superhero film, or superhero films in general. There's a surprise. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I hope we all know the, the attempts of the DC to um, create a cinematic extended universe has not gone well. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't know, perhaps if you have your finger on the pulse of uh, superhero movies, but... That, you say that, and I would never have been able to say, you know, to declare that, but it does ring a bell, I've heard that said, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, well, mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, that being said, the um, all of their films have, like, doubled their budget, so I, okay. at the box office, Not so exactly I'm sure... failed, then, no. No, but uh, people aren't into it, is basically what I'm saying. In comparison okay. to Marvel, yeah. Yes, in comparison to Marvel. But there's a new Batman film coming up, which I'm quite excited about. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, Ben Affleck's out, unfortunately. He's the guy who's been playing Batman for the last yeah. uh, few three films mm-hmm. that he's been in. Um, apparently, due to stress or leading to alcohol or family troubles. But, you know, whatever. Quite frankly, I don't really care why he's decided to leave, but that's his own <laughs> business. I'm just sad to see him step aside as Batman. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, Robert Batterson is now in. Robert um, Batterson. Yeah. <laughs> in a Batman film with that yeah. name. Who knew? That's quite handy. Um, <laughs> no, no. Robert, Robert Patterson, Patterson is his name. Um, <laughs> he's the chap from Twilight, which is a bit weird, I think, to be honest. Oh. Um, but anyway, the reason I'm bringing all this up is because we got our first official look at the uh, Batman suit and him in it and all that, and it looks pretty good. I'm pretty, okay. pretty chuffed with it. Oh, yeah. Essentially, what I wanted to ask, why is Batman so successful for a character who has no powers in a genre where superpowers, uh, it, it's all about superpowers? Okay. I but, but Batman doesn't have superpowers. He has super technology, doesn't he? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's more akin to... He's a yeah, gadget man. Yeah. It's a bit he's more like akin to James Iron Bond. Man. Iron Man's a gadget man. Well, Iron Man can sort of... I don't know, fly and shoot lasers and stuff. Batman is just... Yeah, but Batman at his basic... I mean, there have been adaptions where he's got all sorts of cool gadgets that do basically superhero things, but at his core Batman is just a guy who's a detective and he's essentially James Bond. Can't you say the same about Iron Man? I think there's... Iron Man can shoot lasers through his hands and fly through rockets in his feet. So obviously that's, that's all tech, but Ford's making the yeah. point that the Batman is more like a man. So like in Batman Begins, I think Batman actually yeah. gets bitten by dogs and he gets beaten by dogs and he has to run yeah. away. It's like okay. I mean, obviously like Iron Man wouldn't wouldn't have struggled with that at all. Right. Hardly supervillains, are they? Yeah, exactly. But that neither of those two examples have any kind of innate superpower of their own, do no, they? They don't. Whereas it's true. Superheroes do, don't they? Superman has. Um, yes. And a lot of your Avenger characters all have some kind of weird, bizarre ability, don't they? The thing is, Batman has been iconic since like the get-go. Iron oh, Man's only yeah. been iconic since the films. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I could go into that, but I'm not going to because it's okay. off the topic. But um, yeah, why? Why do you... any ideas? Maybe, maybe it's somewhat attainable and not hyper-realistic or hyper-unrealistic. So, obviously, if you've got the Hulk stretching into the Hulk, it's like, I don't know, it kind of detaches you from what's going on, I think. Whereas Mm, you see Batman zip-wiring down and punching a bad guy in the face. 
it's like oh yeah that's like it's gritty and it's it's a feel good to kind of I could do that type thing you know obviously people don't want yeah. to do that but it's like <laughs> rather than Hulk smashing through buildings it's like that's physically impossible it kind of detaches mm. you from that I don't know if that has yeah. any impact it's similar with Iron Man as well because of how smart he is he can do X, Y and Z and get himself out of a bad situation that's why that's why I see an equivalence between Batman and Iron Man more yeah. than I do probably other superheroes. I think there is one, but it, like I say, at its core, Batman is just a guy in a rubber suit mm-hmm. punching people. Because yeah. he, he, he doesn't rich, even make but... his thing, though. He's literally just money. He has other people. Yeah, they're both rich. To make stuff that's the other equivalence. They're both rich. That's how they yeah, can yeah. afford their gadgets. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But, but his villains aren't super powered, whereas Iron Man's are. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It, Batman's biggest enemy is a crazy guy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 I, I, know, I just felt like I, uh, it's very weird for us, basically James Bond, to be one of the most popular DC heroes. Hmm. But some of the villains, yeah. What's the, what's the difference between um, a Joker or Penguins as a, as a villain? Batman's super, um, what's the word I'm looking at? Adversary. Arch-nemesis. Uh, Arch-nemesis, that's the correct term. Thank you. Um, they, they, Penguin and uh, Joker, don't have any actual superpowers of their own, do they? Yeah. Whereas whereas other Arch-nemesises do have some kind of superpower, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hear I hear it said quite a lot that Superman is boring, and Batman's the interesting one. Yeah, Pure, like because he is weak and he's brooding. Yes, he's got limitations. He's brooding, moody. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. more interesting background, perhaps. Mm. Mm. But you, you see, obviously, in Batman versus Superman, he does get pushed to the limit. Obviously, he's fighting Superman. And he has to come up with technology that is Iron Man esque, doesn't he? Yeah. And then obviously in the end, it, it kind of, it's kind of disappointing because it's just it's just dumb how it ends. But mm. um, yeah, it, it has. It's like he has to change for his surroundings to acclimatize to a job that he's got. Mm-hmm. Rather than Iron Man is literally, I want to have the best tech and be the most powerful I can be, just for the sake of it. What what motivates Iron Man? Is he just a flamboyant, showboating entrepreneur, or does he want to fight crime and make the world a better place? It's been a while since I've seen the film, so I think there is some element of that. Um, in the first film, he creates a suit, mm-hmm. um, and then he finds, and then he finds out. Well, kind of, uh, and then he finds out that his tech has been sold across the world. His weapons, yeah. so. And I think that's the same in the comics. He, he suits up essentially to stop what he's already created, if you know what I mean. Right. That has been put in the wrong hands, as right. it were. But I think as the Marvel films evolved, it's it's turned him in. He, his character wants to be important, so that's why he make he makes himself like the defender of Earth. He's fighting aliens now. He's okay. fighting the, the biggest threat there is because he needs to be important. Yeah. And he puts that on himself. Yeah. yeah. A bit of an ego trip, then. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that point is made when Captain America comes against him and says, "You're just, yeah. you're just showing off, essentially." Yeah, yeah. and obviously yeah. He, does, he does PR stunts. Obviously, everyone knows that he's Tony Stark and he's Iron Man. But obviously, look at Batman. No one knows that he's Bruce Wayne. No. He's always under the shadows, working at night time. He's not doing it for his own. Yeah. Although he does look pretty cool, he could he could have chosen a less cool <laughs> outfit if he didn't want to attract attention. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah, he's not trying to self-grandize, is he? No. Hmm. I personally love Superman because of his, like, I can do everything, and my biggest problem is the um, morality of things. Does he have any character flaws, Superman? Character flaws. Yeah. yeah. Well, but Batman I think... and and Tony Stark. Do don't they? They've got yeah. character flaws. They've I think su- personality super- weaknesses. Superman's from the age where they were looking to superheroes for hope. I think, and mm. they didn't. Heroes didn't have flaws. Essentially, character yeah. arcs aren't needed. We just want someone to be the best. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, and 
I kind of like that in some way. Okay. Mm. It's a bit boring. I guess so. Yeah. Well, writers recognise that uh, we want more from. We want our heroes to be more like us. Yeah. Faulty. We have to have faults. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He's like a Jesus character. No, Jesus hasn't got any faults. No, I'm not. I'm talking about Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Superman. I wasn't comparing Batman. Batman. Yeah. 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 You, can't give, you can't give your life to Batman, after all. No, you can't. That'd be crazy. Some people, some people kind of uh, probably worship Batman as much as... Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. That's deep. <laughs> some people get a bit over the top with their fandom hood. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what do you guys think of Robert Pattinson? Playing as Batman, I think if he he could be Rob all right, you know. I've seen him in other films and other roles, and he, I think he's actually quite decent, and he, yeah, he could play that role quite well. I've only seen him in Twilight. I'm a bit, I'm a bit dubious, you know. You need to watch some other. I forget which films I've seen him that I actually quite like him, but yeah, I think he he hates that he was given that role, and he wish he never did it. Oh really? Like, yeah. <laughs> but that made his name though. I mean, yeah. if he hadn't. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Do we know anything about the new film then? What it's going to be called, or what the story thread might be? Or... No, we don't. I think we know the no. Catwoman might be in it. Oh. Um, I think that's about it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We'll hold our bated breath, shall we, and <laughs> reserve reserve judgment. Until well, I'm sure you guys don't really care, but yeah. Is, is Joaquin Phoenix going to be in there? I... No, surely not. You see, I oh, what well, is part of the Joker? Yeah. yeah. I um, instinctively, I want to like DC more than Marvel. I must really. Admit. Yeah, I, I feel mm. my instinct is to fight for the underdog in terms uh, of your hipster hero yeah. franchises, <laughs> and I I think I do. I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm not interested in the what's it, you know, all the other uh, Marvel, but Batman does interest me. Yeah. I think it's it's similar to me. It's like the the DC is more gritty and it's more yeah. dark in terms of brooding, yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. Whereas Mar- Mar- Marvel just seems, I don't know, cartoonish, a bit too yeah. quippy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not my cup of tea. I can understand that. A lot either, but yeah. But DC can't they can't seem to make a good film. This is a problem. You know, I actually like Batman v Superman, and I like Justice League, but no one else seems to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. This isn't my area of expertise. I must admit, there are other genres of film that I probably enjoy more and know a little bit more about. But um, yeah. Should we have talked about Cowboys instead? I did like Dark Knight. Or submarine films, or time travel films, or oh, yeah. artificial intelligent films, mm. huh. uh, or cowboy films. Uh, I might have more to say. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the Nolan trilogy are, are pretty epic, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the, the Dark Knight yeah. ones you just talked about. Yeah. Dark yeah, I did enjoy yeah. Dark I think Dark Knight still stands head and shoulders, doesn't it, above anything else? Yeah. Batman. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, nice. thank you. We'll wrap that up. Yeah, Anything else to add? No. Uh, no, that's fine. No, Batman, that's fine. Bat- we'll move Batman forever. Along. Batman <laughs> forever. <laughs> Did you say that with your fist pumping in the air? <laughs> um, that is actually a TV show, Batman yeah. from. Is it? Yeah. And it was a film as well. Not a very good one, but yeah. Hmm. yeah was forever as good as some better than some of the others? I can't remember. Well, yeah. cool. I'm sure there if you, you go, go online, you'd find a rate ranking of the different Batman films somewhere. I still like the old TV Batman. The um, who played Batman in the original TV series from the sixties? Oh, that's good. Oh, I know. With Kapow and yeah, oh, Adam West. Adam West. That's yep. it. He's my favourite mm. Batman. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm actually going through those at the moment. They are actually are quite funny. Yeah. Oh, with yeah. Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, yeah. It, the yeah. police are terrible. They're useless. <laughs> uh, the second they have a problem, they're like, oh no, let's call Batman. I don't... <laughs> yeah. 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 They're yeah. quite bright and colourful, aren't they? Yeah. So different to the recent Batman films. Yeah. But they were. That, that was a deliberate attempt to make them like a cartoon strip. Yeah. You know, with the. Um, overlaid, um, you know, during a fight scene, you get the bang, crash, wallop, kapow, and and uh, oh, Robin saying, "Holy, <laughs> oh, he's... smoke, Batman!" I don't know. Yeah, he'd say all sorts of weird things, wouldn't? He? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was quite funny. Yeah, worth no a watch. Com- no comment from Devon on that one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll wrap that up with that thought, shall we? Indeed. Thank you. Good job. And hand (laughs) over to Devon. Devon's segment. Subject. Well, I guess it's it's my my section uh, to Mm -hmm. to start things off, well, to middle things off. Um, Me and Beck were looking for some some good films to watch. We like going to CEX sometimes, the second-hand tech shop. Um, and just yeah. having a little browse and seeing what might be good, um, and we were we saw we were kind of looking for it as well. Um, quite tragically, Matrix trilogy, yeah, uh, oh, yes, Matrix film, mm-hmm. and each one was going for fifty p. Oh, what a shame! That's yeah. exactly so. That's different reactions, and that's exactly what I wanted. So I instantly thought, brilliant, fifty p. I'm grabbing all of them. Yeah, but Beck was actually going. That's like a tragedy. Like this is an worth amazing more. film. It's worth more than fifty p. Paid one pound fifty for the whole trilogy, and we bought yeah. Troy as well for fifty p. And it's just yeah. yeah, it's very very different our, 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 um, perspectives of it. Response. But then yeah. I also thought, well, how will how will this format do in terms of value in the future as mm. well? So things like vinyl, the mm. price was obviously quite steady. It dipped down obviously as different formats came in, but as it yeah. became retro, it went back up again. It has uh, vinyl's more far more expensive than uh, any other format exactly. now. I think. Yeah. So I was wondering, <laughs> yeah. do you think mm. DVDs or Blu-rays or any kind of discs, smaller discs, mm-hmm. would have a similar type of thing where they could be retro and like the trilogy of Matrix could be, I don't know. Um, a, a collector's item to have them on DVDs yes. rather than just owning Netflix or something like that. Or do yeah. you think that subscription is going to be all, all, the whole way to go forward? And things like cinema would be like subscription for cinema, cinema rather than just going to watch mm. one thing once. Because obviously with, with Netflix and Amazon Video and music and everything it's going mm. to subscription rather than one-time purchase. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a good, interesting thought to talk about. Yeah. Yes. Can I go first? I think. Oh, okay, you go you, no, no, you go first. <laughs> yeah. I, I think your music. Is... Ask, you just jumped in. Go on. Yeah, well, it's conversation. <laughs> we just sort of flow. It ebbs. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I think your music analogy is quite good because, yeah, so rec- records vinyls are quite expensive and people are into it now mm-hmm. most people still listen to music for, d- digitally yeah. they do so i can see netflix or or disney plus or whatever it is being the mainstream future mm-hmm. but i think people will still look back on dvds and think yeah i liked that maybe i'll grab a few yeah mm-hmm. i don't think it's yeah yeah i know someone obviously and we all know someone who collects dvds yeah, I wonder who that is. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> got, I don't know, it's just the, the the feeling of actually owning it in your hand rather than yeah. owning a digital copy somewhere. Yeah. Even if you're on Amazon Prime, you can buy them at a cheaper price if you've got Prime to have them yeah. forever as well. But it's not the same as having it on it DVD and getting a disc out and putting it in as well. Yeah. I find it kind of ridiculous. Actually, no, it's a separate topic. Uh, perhaps, what do you think? I'm very interested in this whole topic conversation for that very reason you've just hinted and i think i've shared on previous podcasts uh, about my collection of oscar nominated films and there's yeah. something very very sort of tangible and physical about 
opening a disc box and mm. taking out that disc and uh, putting it into a machine. Now, if one day uh, in 20, 30 years, the DVD players are no longer a thing, then that whole collection is going to, whether it become more valuable or less valuable, I don't know. Mm. Um, that's one thought I have. Um, it would be less of a thing to of beauty if it was just all on a hard drive somewhere, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or in a cloud service. I think with the, got, with the comment yeah. about ability to actually play it might become a pot impossible. But if you mm. see now with record players, they're actually manufacturing new record players because exactly. records will come back into business. Yeah, yeah I've got, I've got yeah. one. Yeah. So if, yeah. if obviously the popularity of DVDs spike, then obviously it follows then the yeah. actual DVD players coming back in. Yeah. You mm. did find that once um, streaming services and cloud storage collections became began to become more common, that um, the number of people who were giving away their dvd collections has increased you know at car boot sales yeah. or charity shops that's where most of that stuff has come from where people said well i've got all the films i want on um yeah on i mean and to be fair the dvd manufacturers were their own worst enemy because we've often you but especially blu-ray you get you could get a downloaded version on the disc as well yeah, that's, that's a good point yeah you know so they, they almost put a nail in their own coffin with that regard um yeah the the side thought or kind of still connected to it that i have as well is the um f format different formats which i think is what you were mm. you know you're heading for this section is format yeah. value um i can't ever imagine a time when videos vhs or even betamax videos will ever come back again what? Because I I can't picture it. It's a flawed media, really. They they wear out. They break. They snap. They, you know, um, well, the is, quality if physically lasts. Then then it's impossible to collect for a long time. Isn't yeah. It? So, yeah, they degrade. They Whereas I think the digital disc, DVD. Yeah. What's a so digital versatile disc? Yeah. I think that's yeah. Sure. yeah. Is is I think predicted to be um, virtually immortal, non-degradable. Anyway, it's not going to degrade. Whereas with a video, if you didn't run it through enough times, it, the, the tape would stick. And you know, I don't think that's ever likely to come back. And in a way, it doesn't have the same problem that vinyl music has. You know, whereas cassette music, you see, similar situation, mm. cassette music probably has the same problem as um vhs format yeah videos um i can't imagine cassettes coming back although i do believe that some artists music artists are releasing their new albums on, really on wow. cassette. yeah mm -hmm. i don't know if that's just a very niche thing that doesn't happen very often but i've heard it said that some albums are available on cassette now which you'd be glad to hear, won't you, Ford? Because yeah, yeah, I've got my old uh, cassette Walkman. Yeah, yeah. And do you find, do you enjoy that experience of slotting in a cassette? I do, I do, actually, yeah. yeah. This is the difference, isn't it? For convenience, it's much easier to tell your Echo device or your other devices are available, smart, <laughs> smart machine, Um to play you a song but there's something really nice about having to slide a piece of plastic out of the sleeve and put it on the turntable or in your case for mm. go out and buy or find a, a rare cassette and slot it into the player that it's more than just a listening experience isn't it yeah yeah it's it, it, it appeals to all the senses. You can look at the album art while you're, you know, you've got, yeah. yeah. It's something that I would, I think I would enjoy, but I don't think I'd be mm. able to enjoy it enough for it to be worth it. Because I know right. if I go out, I'll take my phone with me and my headphones and I'll just play whatever mm. song I feel like playing at that time. Yeah. Because it's just so much more convenient. But actually owning cassettes and, and Walkmans, I think it's very cool. Yeah. 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 
One thing I find very strange about the idea of digital copies of DVDs is that you go on Amazon or something and you try and buy a DVD, you, or you can just buy it straight into digital, but it costs mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's that about? I mean, there's no manufacturing yeah. cost for a digital copy. How does that cost the same? Yeah. yeah they don't have true. to ship it. There's nothing. And with books as well. You know, yeah. Not yeah, yeah. much of a comparative price difference between a a paperback or the um, Kindle version. Yeah. And there's no production yeah. costs no, behind but, a digital copy. Yeah. So what's, what's brings, going on? This brings into question the, the why why should it be that much? Why should it be anything? Because if you're yeah. if you're taking something, then someone else loses something. So it's if you say pirate a DVD or pirate some music or whatever, that's not actually theft because you're not appropriating someone else's belongings and permit depriving them of it you're going well, copying it so copying is not first taking is first it's an intellectual property isn't it they put the effort in it's intellectual property if you're going to then produce it and sell it yeah but if it's it's not still their intellectual property if you're taking but it to a consumer artists have to be rewarded in some way don't they yeah yeah. So when we pay for a piece of music or a book or a film, we're we're actually helping to sponsor that industry, that yeah, of form of entertainment for it to continue. This is why if I enjoy playing a game on my tablet, I'm quite happy to occasionally have one of the you know, play one pay one of the um in app purchases every now and again, you know. If if I feel that the game's given me that much value, then I want it to continue. So yeah. the developers will hopefully continue to um, produce content for that game if they're getting money in from the players. You know. Mm. Yeah, of course. Um, if you enjoy something, then try and reward the person who produces it. Yeah, I think that's obviously the best thing to do. But but what you, le- what you say is copying is not theft, and they are not losing something because you're pirating it. They're possibly missing out if you're not gonna if you were to buy it. Mm. I'm confused by that. So if, if if I was gonna go, oh I really want to listen to this thing. Oh, it costs mm-hmm. five pounds, I'm not gonna buy it. Then then it wouldn't make any difference. But if it costs five pounds and I would buy it, alternatively to pirating it by pirate it instead, then they were missing out on five pounds from me, but they're not actually losing anything because they haven't okay. lost something they've produced. It's been copied. Mm. If that makes sense. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I think I see where you're coming from. Yeah. But but um, I am I'm personally quite against pirating stuff yeah. and copying stuff. Yeah. I would rather pay the extra. I mean I do have my qualms about whether I've done the right thing subscribing to Amazon Music because I don't know what royalties people get from the music we listen to on Amazon Music. I'm sure, I'm sure they agreed they to must, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, and that's an illegal and above board service isn't it? But I hope so. If yeah. I went out, I can now listen to an album or as many albums as I want uh, for, for virtually nothing. If, if you listen to enough, you've, the value of each one you're listening to is diminishing isn't yeah, it whereas if i had to go out to shop and pay a tenner for a cd vinyl or vinyl. Or, or 20 for a vinyl <laughs> probably um then that's money of a, a much higher value going to that artist yeah. i would guess i'm speculating i don't know for sure yeah it's hard to say or would you listen more and get the the app that you're using more revenue and produce mm. more for the artist that way so exactly there's, there's, there's definitely definitely i listen to different music that i wouldn't listen to i would never go out and buy a cd that whereas i hear somebody mention the name of an artist i think oh i can listen to that when i get home or the next time i you know what i mean mm-hmm. it, it it it's broadened my listening experience because i haven't got to go out and buy the disc yeah cool because I can listen to it in my mind for free, even though I pay a subscription for yeah. that service. Yeah. yeah, but for that individual experience, you're not paying any more than yeah. not listening to it. 
So perhaps more music is being listened to. So in in that sense, more more revenue. Yeah. For the artists themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, or more yeah. incentive for artists to continue to produce. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think nowadays, if you're a musician, the best way to make money is to perform live, definitely, because mm. I don't think they make as much money as they used to yeah. on physical products, but they do make you know, people are prepared to pay, yeah, pay to see an to artist a, yeah. a lot more than they used to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Exactly. We see what the prices of tickets are. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Whether we strayed off topic there a little bit. Can I very much. round it up with a simple yeah. question, which we kind of answered Good. straight away? Yeah. Is the 50p for these great films a tragedy, or is that just a consequence of? capitalism and it's a, a bargain <laughs> yeah i'd when say I can, it's good and it's a bargain when they consider i spent 25 quid on my uh box set of the three matrix films yeah. <laughs> and now to know i can get them for fifth one pound fifty yeah but that's the nature of um yeah so i think that's a tragedy then well it's a shame at least it's a shame but then i shouldn't be one to say that because i pick up 50p dvds all the time yeah. and some of them are fabulous well-known highly acclaimed films you know yeah. uh, on my oscars list so yeah, yeah. i think um they're very I'm, old I'm films on the, now on the fence really mm. they're very old films and it's about it's, it's good for them to keep moving around you know so that people who love them or people who've never seen them before can pick them up not have to expend too much and and in enjoy them all over again i guess i think it goes mm. without saying that um they're at that price for a reason they need to be yeah. they need to be shifted and sold and they're not going supply to get sold at a much higher price supply and demand so. no. but exactly is it yeah they do then just say well the whole situation is just a shame and i wish it could be different because obviously they, they, yeah. they can't make it a bigger price if obviously it's not going to sell mm. yeah cool that's excellent thank you very oh, much Apps segment subject Okay, then it's my turn again, is it? Thank mm -hmm. you. Um, well, I'm hopefully not going to be talking very much this time. Um, I've got a little thought we'd do a top three. Um, well, no, maybe we'll start with top ones. Um, and my question is to you both. What's, yeah, we'll start with your top, your first most favorite sci fi film of all time ah, of all time so yeah what's your favorite sci-fi film of all time and if we get time because we might talk a little bit about each of our favorite sci-fi films um we might produce a top three for each of us that would give us nine and from that we might be able to produce the best of all time an overall top three yeah can we smush our favorites together and make one super film exactly yeah uh, uh, take we'll over or we'll try and agree on a top three even though we might be proposing nine different films in total <laughs> okay yeah. so who's going to go first for uh okay um just speak I... your first film your first favorite film first okay my and very first yeah, oh really yeah Wowza. I need to write them down so we don't forget. Oh, yeah. Go on then. Oh, yeah, you were set. Favorite film. My yeah. favourite film of all time is Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. Ooh. Ah. Oh, that's controversial. Well, I know. Most people look at it and think, nah, that was a bit of a disappointment. But I remember going into the cinema the first time I saw it. And when the Jedi were all getting killed, my heart wrenched. Yeah. And it was all a climax of all the films I'd seen of Star Wars at, to that point. And it was, it was amazing. I remember going so to this is episode, th it's episode three. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This and is I've... the one we've talked about several times before. Yeah. yeah in the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You... I, I've rewatched yeah. it so many times. I can hardly say anything else. Cause this is, I, I must've watched this like a hundred times or something. Yeah, really? Definitely. More, wow. more than any other film we I've seen. It, didn't we? <laughs> Oh yes, okay. you must know mm. the dialogue inside out. Yeah, inside and out. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. To be fair. You've got to put yeah. that at number one, then, haven't you? I don't think I, I do. can say that about my favourite film of all time. Definitely not. Yeah. Would, well, back when I was addicted to Star Wars, this was the pinnacle because you see the Jedi and they're at war, and it's amazing. It's great, really? great stuff. Wow. 
Okay, we we have over talked that in the past. We don't have to talk more about it. But thank you for that. Uh, you're you're welcome, please. Okay, Devon, cool. what's your favourite one of all time? Well, I was gonna go with um, two thousand and one Space Odyssey. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what? I was, oh, fabulous! Just as, only... as I've only seen it once, but yeah, it as as a whole, I think it was just a like a, I think it was like perfect sci-fi film. Oh, so when people say perfect sci-fi film, they kind of go for Blade Runner, but oh, it, yeah. that okay. didn't really do it for me, and the action was a bit janky. But with two thousand one yeah. Space Odyssey, I yeah, it was. It was very, very good. All the the concepts and the way that they <laughs> you, they built it up and how they do you get it? Steady. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Obviously, it can be oh, interpreted okay. in lots of different ways, and everyone has their theory about it. But yeah, yeah, mm. I, I enjoyed it a lot watching it. It was, it was quite it's quite an experience. Wow. But yeah, it was good. Very good. I'm I agree. Actually, it was it was quite an experience. Yeah. I don't know if I'd say it's my favourite, but yeah, yeah. I feel a bit guilty that I didn't think of it for my top three, so I'm so glad that it's going to be in the top nine of all of us. Yeah, mm. well done. Yeah, that might get my vote for one of the overall top threes that night. Mm. Yeah, fabulous. Cool. Okay, so yours then. Right, mine. My favourite is a bit might be a bit controversial. Is Alien? Oh, I was going to say that. The, the first yeah. Alien film. Yep. Wow. Okay. For me, the biggest, most impacting sci-fi experience I ever had, and um, <gasps> but that's a yeah. horror. You don't like horrors. I know. I know. Ooh. And there might be some listeners be put off by that, but it just it gave me a, a a vision of science fiction I'd never seen before. The the gritty, dirty, yeah, bu- business end of. A possible future, you know, before before the alien makes any kind of an appearance, and we all know what sort of an appearance it makes. Yeah. Um, oh, a very shocking one. Yeah, <laughs> quite a shocking one. Um, and the atmosphere of it, the claustrophobia of it, it was just a. It was. I watched it on VHS yeah. with Ooh. a friend of mine. Uh, we, I was too young to watch it at the cinema. And I think um, I heard it on VHS somewhere. Yes. Yeah. I thought, I thought we watched it on VHS. Well, yeah. 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 Um, I think I went round to my friend's house at lunchtime and watched it over two lunch breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, when we at school break. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Alien is my yeah probably the biggest impact in film. Brilliant. Science fiction film. It's a very gritty film as well, isn't it? Because is. sci-fi back then was like, ah, oh, the future, wonderful, all that Beauty good stuff. And everything, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But... It was so different to most of the sci-fi's. It's the yeah. first time I saw that. You know, the the scene with in the hole with the clanky chains and the water running down and oh, it was just yeah, yeah. yeah. And the opening scene before everybody's woken up from hypersleep. It's just yeah, good brilliant. Yeah, in fact, I want to watch it again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, Ford, we'll go back to you, shall we, for your uh, for my next I know we're doing it probably the wrong way around, but I wanted to do it this way in case we didn't get time to do all three. All right. Well my number two would be yeah. the Matrix. Oh, oh get second so, mention. So third, yeah, the third f- mention. Oh yeah. Talk about Matrix. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh it is. Um yeah, no, the 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 first Matrix of the trilogy is the best and yeah. yeah I yeah. I don't know if I can talk much about it. It's just so good. Yeah. yeah. I think everyone knows that. So, yeah. It, it was a bit of a mind bender, wasn't it? We'd never sort of thought of that whole concept of realities, what we mm. perceive around us being real. Yeah. Or not, yeah. You know? I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I had thought okay. about putting that in as well. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice if we don't all, if we can choose nine different films. That'd be mm. interesting. Okay. <laughs> Shall I say my second, even if it was one that someone said before? Yes. Okay. My my second was going to be Alien. Was it? Uh, very good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. Then we'll. I don't know if we'll you can take that two points or or I have to find something else. I don't know. 
that might actually put it in a, a lot more likelihood for it to go in the top final top three, might next. Yeah, I suppose it would. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And well, we've spoke about it already, but yeah, yeah we'll include that. Cool. Okay. My second favorite of all time is the original. I prefer the originals all the time. The first Terminator film. Mm. Terminator. I don't. Terminator. Have I seen that? I don't think I have. Really? You haven't seen. Arnold Schwarzenegger's original Terminator. No, now no, the I rest mean, of the classic, franchise obviously. is disappointing. Apart from Terminator Two, was very good. Yeah, um, equally as good, I think. And diff- many, quite different. It had a much bigger budget, and you could, you showed on screen. Uh, the original Terminator didn't have a very high budget, but I just think the the whole uh, idea of Terminator was thrilling when it first came out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's my second one. Nice. Devin, have you seen that one? I, I think I must have seen it at some point, but I can't differentiate them all from each other. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it's Salvation, not... and I know that's terrible. So. Yeah. Is, is it the um... one he sticks his thumb up in the lava? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, right. That yeah. That's the end of First Terminator. Yeah. 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 Cool. If um, we what this exercise might help us with is some possible future homeworks. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. We could try and track some of these films down in future episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Move move along to episode. uh, Sorry, number three. Oh, okay. (laughs) Unless he's going to choose Star Wars episode three. (laughs) 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 Okay, so my third one, I think, would have to be Endgame. Uh, Avengers episode three, as it were. I can't comment, not seen it. Uh, Okay. The thing is, again, it culminates all of... The, it took 10 years to build up to it. It's just so good. It's not, though, Ford. It feels like you're what? watching bloopers for, like, three hours. What are you talking it's about? It's so disjointed, man. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even saying this because I don't generally like Marvel. It's just bad. All right? Oh, man. Even for a Marvel film. Go for okay, call other me. Avengers films and you're fine, but... Okay. Call me Peter <laughs> because I'm about to deny you three times. <laughs> Get out of here. I doubt this is going to make the final top three, Ford. I'm sorry. You I'm what? Like, and you're on your own. In. Yeah. Are you for real? What do you, mean, you, think Infi- you think Infinity War is better than Endgame? Yeah, 100%. Oh, Definitely. my days. Definitely. I don't know what to say to this guy. I, mean, I almost switched Endgame off because it's just so all over the place. Anyway, never mind. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, maybe you have to get in... You've got to watch them all, maybe, to build up to it. Oh, man. How can you two be so completely opposite sides of this? I don't know. Uh, because he's, he's insane this way. Uh, <laughs> which one's best? There's only one way to find out. Oh, man. <laughs> Anyway, that's my pick. Okay, yeah. well, I'll put it on the list. Before that's I a downvote. It's already yeah. a downvote for Devon's book. Before I give my last one, can I give an honourable mention? Yes, okay um, then. Yeah, I wanted to honourably mention District 9. I really, yeah. really enjoyed that film. And what? It's, it's a similar thing with um, your first experience with Avian. It was, Alien. It was, kind, it's of, so it was kind of similar with me with District Nine because yeah. it was it was so gritty and sandy and dirty and real, and real yeah. and yeah, yeah, just disgusting and good, good choice. It, yeah, and it's yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. So <laughs> all those things put me off that film. <laughs> really? I was like, oh, his arms molding and turning into an alien. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah, but it's like oh, we came like the concept. We came in contact with aliens. They've come and invaded us, but they're actually really sick, and we have to put them in concentration camps. That kind of thing. Yeah, camps and they're now in poverty and we're yeah, passing over the aliens. It's like, yeah, it's I just think really that cool. An honorary mention, yeah. definitely. Talking yeah. about it makes me want to put it in number three, but I've decided already. My number okay. three is Interstellar. Interstellar, yeah, okay, yeah. Maybe because I watched it first in IMAX and that was that was like, pretty good, it was very, very good. Yeah, it was um, really, I don't know, yeah, I don't know. yeah, it was basically really good. Okay, that's a good choice. <laughs> yeah. good choice. Didn't you have to leave to go to the toilet before it ended? No. Oh, that wasn't you. Okay. It may have been Tim. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm surprised nobody's mentioned Inception. I thought that might be. That's not sci fi. It is sci fi. But it's just people going into dreams. It's very much on Earth, very much. Yeah, but that's that's science fiction. You can't go into dreams. Yeah. Well, I mean, not yet. 
I can say that about all of these. Though. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, all right, great. you win. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurry us up because uh, we're going to need to compile the final three. Yep. My third and final one, which is probably unlikely that you've even heard of, let alone seen, is a film from 1981 starring Sean Connery. Mm. Do you know it yet? James Bond. No, it's <laughs> not sci-fi. Uh, called, called Outland. I've heard of it. I, I really, really want you to look it up. Um, it's a, it again impacted me so much when I saw it on TV. It, and I think for the same reasons I liked Alien so much. It was gritty. It was set in a not too distant future. There was no laser beams or anything like that, you know. Lame. It was, it was set in a in a, a mining um colony on one of the moons of Jupiter or something. It hasn't got and, great reviews. Hasn't it? Oh, I, I don't know why I liked it so much. It just gave me a perception of the future that wasn't all that attractive, and that's yeah. why I liked it. You know, there's a theme here. Yeah, there is, isn't there? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to put that as my third. <laughs> when I thought of this as a topic of conversation, I thought I've got to include Outland. Can, can I change uh, my third one from Interstellar to District Nine? Oh, I, all right. I just feel like, yeah, yeah, I have to. I've watched Interstellar okay. District Nine more as well. So, okay, we'll allow that. Honourable so that... mention instead. There we go. Okay, <laughs> right. Yeah. If you had a fourth Ford, what would it be? A f- oh dear, oh. I haven't I... thought of a fourth one. Yeah, you yeah. didn't ask me to think of fourth. No, it don't matter. Don't worry, we haven't got time. Uh, okay. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> just... Hey, we don't have that. We don't have magic no. now, do we? <laughs> you can choose a fantasy yeah. genre it. for another future episode. Yeah, okay, right. so I think we've got to put Alien in the top three. I think so. Yeah, I could agree with that. Um, Even though it's a horror. Well, yeah. Yeah, horror sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a sci-fi. Yeah. Oh, I agree. It's just not something that any of us would normally be into, is what well, I'm saying. Well, I, I watch horror. <gasps> Do you? Yeah, I'm not a big that. horror fan, but... Bet yeah. got me into it. <laughs> I'm more willing to watch sci-fi horror, yeah. yeah. yeah I guess I don't like blood and gore so much. I don't think that Aliens that visually um, it's not a gory film. No, and that's no, the thing. It, I, I, like, I like horror films who, that they use tension, tension rather than thriller. Jump. jump scares and gore. Yeah, That's, yeah. that's not what I like. But it's, it's yeah. attention and the, how they use it intelligently. Yeah. It's really interesting. So I'm going to underline Alien as a definite. Yep, we can lock that in. Um, where it fits in the top three, I don't know. I think 2001 must be in there somewhere as well. Oh, well done. Thank you. Yeah. I think we all really enjoyed that one. So that leaves us with Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, Matrix, Endgame, which I don't think is going to get chosen. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, District District 9 and Outland. And I feel guilty about just an Outland because I don't think any of you guys have seen it. And Mm. if you're saying it didn't get a high rating on IMDb. What about Terminator? Uh, Can't have two of mine. We we probably need to have one of Ford's. <laughs> you did say Matrix. Matrix, yeah, Matrix. All right, yeah. I'll go with Matrix over Star Wars. To be honest, I mean, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, let's whack it in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's our top three. But what order are they? Matrix, two thousand and one, and Alien. Well, I think it's up. It depends if Ford rather two thousand and one. Over Alien, because that kind of sways yes. it a lot. You did. Again, I've only seen both of them once, but I think I enjoyed my 2001 Space Odyssey yeah. experience better than the Alien okay. one. Okay, I think personally. So we'll put that as first, then. Yeah. Yeah. What's second? <coughs> hmm. Matrix, Matrix, I say, but Alien. <laughs> I'll, I'll concede third place for Alien, then, if you if you insist on Matrix. Oh, yeah. Um, on, no, yeah. Let, like, let Devin choose then. Personally, Matrix. I would put Alien ahead of Matrix. Would you? But it's very, very close, and I wouldn't mind it. Matrix coming second. Mm. Matrix second. Okay. And Alien third. Thanks, guys. Nailed so it. Just run down then in at number three, Alien, and at number two, Matrix, and at number one, the best sci fi of all time, 2001. Space Odyssey, you heard it here first. Wow. Thanks, gents. <laughs> well, that's that.
And now it's time for Random Chatting. Okay, homework. I think I introduced homework because I introduced the show to start with, didn't I? Indeed. So our homework today was, or for today's episode, was to listen to, let me hope I get this pronunciation right, Bon Iver. Yeah. I thought it was Bon Iver. No. (laughs) (laughs) The album for Emma Forever Ago. And also additionally listen to the song Rosalind, which isn't on that album. I don't, and uh, anyway, we'll come back to that in a minute. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we all heard it. Dev, Devin's definitely heard it. Mm-hmm. Probably knows it inside out. <laughs> yeah. Can I well, ask why, why is this your favorite artist? Um, it's what you said last week. Yeah. He, his writing is very, um, the similes he used is very, very intelligent and, intricate i think and it's quite hard to always grasp what he's trying to put forward the first time around maybe that's because of the way he sings and you can't really understand much of what he's saying yes that's what <laughs> i was gonna say that i'm glad you yep. said that because <laughs> that, that is definitely true and i accept that completely yeah but also the style of his um the way he actually styles his guitar the way he tunes his guitar mm-hmm. is very very good um the way he strums the way he sings i don't know it's just i, I just like it a lot Mm. Yeah, and it is his general demeanor as it comes across because it is just one guy. Um, obviously, he has sometimes has someone else helping him out on different instruments, but um, he's just one guy, and mm. his story that he's telling throughout his songs is very interesting to me. Okay, yeah, I felt like it had a bit of a, a tired quality to it. It's like it's sort yeah. of sad, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's it's quite interesting to listen to. Like if if I was in a bad mood, maybe then I'd come to it. <laughs> it's not going to cheer you up, no. <laughs> no. But sometimes you just like to listen to horrible music when you're well, not horrible. You know what I mean. <laughs> when you feel rough, you like your music to be rough as well. Yeah. And I feel like this music was quite sad. And if mm. if I was sad, maybe I'd come to it. Yeah. I found it quite relaxing. Mm. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think that's the main I, intention. It chilled, yeah. it chilled me. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite, another word came to my mellow. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree But with then, that. like you said, I, I couldn't really capture many of the lyrics. I was glad that on the Amazon Music app, I know we keep mentioning it, cause, um, it's <laughs> where we get most of our music from, um, The you can see the lyrics, can't you? Because yeah. without that ability to, uh, I forget what it's called now, um, there's a term for it, X-ray lyrics. That's right. Yeah. Um, pull up as as he's singing along. You can hear, see see the words, which was helpful. Mm. Yeah, quite a high pitched voice, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But beautiful. Yeah. I thought his music was a bit simple. I don't know if that's harsh to say, but like, I feel like even I can play that. If you know what I mean. There's there's not a load of different parts in terms of instruments and all that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's just the acoustic guitar, isn't it? It's him and his guitar on most songs. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you got some some of the drums in there is very strange in that it's just all over the place a lot of the time. Especially in the mm-hmm. instrumentals, the drums can just literally just be almost completely random. A lot of sound that way, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as I said before, in terms of his guitar. Um, I've tried to play some of the songs before and it's just you, you can't get it to sound the same because of the way that he tunes his guitar and the way that he actually strums his strum pattern. Okay. Very, very mm. interesting. Yeah. So it's harder than it looks, is it? Well, yeah. Maybe I just suck, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, was, I've talked um... about a few people when they struggle with those songs. Before. Okay. Yeah. There's some interesting different combinations of instruments as well. The, um, I think, is it called Team... Yes, yes. Uh, that song, I think it had a snare drum and a, drum and a bass guitar. That's all. Yes. And there was whistling as well. In yeah. That yeah, it was yeah. weird. Ah. Mm. Yeah, and I, I don't th- think I've ever heard a song with a bass guitar and a snare drum only. You know, that was interesting. Yeah. Mm, I, did, yeah. I did like the bass in that song. That was really nice. Yeah, few, very few instruments, which that's why I think it came over as quite mellow and relaxing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. My favourite one, though, I think, is anyone that got explicit lyrics in. Uh, creature Fear? 
creature fear, yeah. Mm. Although you can't really hear him swear, but you can read him, read him swear. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was the one I enjoyed the most, I think. Really? Yeah. Uh, actually, when, when it came to that song, the uh, it, as it starts, it sounds like it's going to go into Latin hymn music. I was like, oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to yeah. go that way. Uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't go yeah. into Latin hymn music. No. Very, very sad. The most popular song, obviously, well, maybe not, was um, Skinny Love. That was played on the yes. radio a lot. You may, have, you may have heard it before. I thought I'd heard of it. Yeah. I thought I'd heard it. Yeah. yeah, it was very, very popular. Um, I think that and Rosalind were were quite close, well, but maybe Skinny Love was a bit more popular. Well, Rosalind's in Twilight, isn't it? Well, that's it what is, I was yes. going to say. Yeah, because when you search for Rosalind, it comes up as part of the uh, New Moon album. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when I heard it, I was like, "Yeah, I remember this one from Twilight." Yeah. That is a beautiful uh-huh. song. It is a beautiful song. Yeah, that's yeah. my that's my favorite song of all time. Of any oh, any artist. Yeah, yeah, any artist. Wow. Yeah, it's just like it's been my favorite song for years now. It's just like mm. it, it never gets old to me. And usually, songs get old to me for quite yeah. like, quite quickly because I play them over and over again. But, oh wow! But okay. Rosalind, yeah, I can come back to it anytime. Very good. And I do like. I think like two days ago, I was listening to it. Again, just because it's in every playlist that I've got. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Huh. yeah does does uh, your wife enjoy Bonavir? No. no. <laughs> I, oh, really? I showed her the, uh, um, the well Bonavir's second newest album. Yeah. Now, um, which isn't the one I would listen to. Um, and she didn't like how you couldn't really understand what he's saying. Cause yeah. She's, she's very uh, lyrics heavy, which I know before this okay. as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We've had that conversation before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she said that the the way that he sings is too familiar, so all the songs sound similar, which I can okay. I can definitely understand that as well. Well, the, I found that in the first three, the first three were very similar. Yeah. Like they could have been the same song, as far as I could tell. Yeah. M- musically. Can, can I just add one other thought? This is all I've got to say on it because I'm not a big music. Um, aficionado but they i i felt sometimes the uh at certain places that it sounded a bit like rend collective yeah 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 i, could, I don't know yeah. i don't know what it is about it that makes me think that but yeah. the the band rend collective mm-hmm. yeah yeah i, I, I don't could, think I it's i don't think it's his voice because it's different but just the sound you know maybe i'm just yeah in my mm. In my own thoughts on that, but, I have yeah. to listen to um, Rain Collective a bit more to to think why. Mm. But yeah, the the gen- general tone maybe is kind of yeah. similar. Okay, marvelous. Nice. Yeah. This is a lot better than I thought it would be. I thought Ford would say it's boring, boring, and, <laughs> and Dad would say I don't get it or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say I understand the music or the lyrics of everything. I didn't yeah. have a chance to sit and read every song, no, but yeah. listen to the whole album a few times and try to f- follow along with the lyrics and as many of them as I could. Hmm. I yeah, enjoyed well, the. Exp- I did enjoy the experience. Yeah, I must cool. say, yeah, yeah. What would you call that genre of music? I call it alternative indie. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's actually what it is, but it it seems like that's the most accurate way to describe it. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. His his second oh, yeah. to newest album, um, IMI, isn't quite the same. It's got more electronic music. Obviously, it? not not anything like EDM or anything like that. Nothing jumpy, but mm-hmm. yeah, it uses more different types of. Music as well, so that's actually very interesting as well. Hmm. Yeah, cool. Excellent. So, how many ridiculously similar chord progressions do you give it out of ten? <laughs> <laughs> um, the album, I'd give it nine. Wow! Uh, can can you say it? Maybe eight point five. Chord progression. What ridiculously similar chord progressions out of ten? Yeah, that's it. Maybe, that's eight, nice. maybe eight point five, but the song Rosalind, I definitely give it nine. Okay. I think you go for a full ten if it's your favourite music of oh, all if time. You, if you go for ten, then there's no room for improvement, is there? Okay, yeah, it must nine be perfect. perfect. Literally, yeah. Perfect. Okay, nine and a half then. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I go for a seven. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I'm going to listen to it again in a hurry, but I might put it on if my mood took me. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking maybe a six uh, ridiculously similar 
chord progressions out and because it's it's not bad i think five is middle yeah anything below five is meh and then anything above is sort of like oh, that's all right five should be average mm-hmm. it's just above average i think yeah. No offense it's to your favorite right. artist all time. No, it's more Everyone's than I thought you were. Yeah, definitely. Oh, really? Hundred <laughs> yeah. well. percent. Uh, well done, Devin. Wow, nice. Thank you. Mm. It's not, it feels like my segment, but it's not. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's your homework. Yeah. Your challenge to us. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Okay, guys. Well done. Cool. It's homework time and to Deloo. Okay. Okay, guys, we've got one more last little job to do before we can... Finally relax. Pack, uh, <laughs> blow this thing and go home. Oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and that is, we thought we'd like to play a game together, and the, probably the next most easiest one for us to do in our own separate areas is to, to play some Minecraft. Mm-hmm. We haven't really spoke about Minecraft, have we, on the yeah. podcast yet? So uh, we all enjoy a bit of Minecraft, and um, we may even feature Minecraft as a game in one of our segments sometime. But for our homework, we wanted to try something a bit different, and that is play solo Minecraft in hardcore mode and see who can get the most XP. Is that before we die? Because you only die die once. once. Yeah. Yeah. So that could take weeks, though. If you're particularly good at it, <laughs> well, we, we, mate, or we can say that when it comes a, to it. I think you should have a timer to so say, like, in two hours, game time. Yeah. The one with the most XP. If you're wins. still alive. And if you, obviously, if you die before that, you look to see what how many, how many points you had when you died. Yeah. Okay. So you can play it really, really safe, but then you won't get as much. Yeah, XP I could just bury so myself, that. couldn't I? You I could, could just dig a hole and bury me. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. interesting. So, what, in two, two hours? hours. Yeah. Two hours of hardcore Minecraft. Yeah. Cool. Solo no mode. Usually it's not a challenge. No, no yeah, it's yeah. not. Yeah, it's just, just an opinion, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Sitting through that last rec- that album, that was a bit of a challenge. <laughs> that was a challenge. Wow. <laughs> no, no, I joke. I joke. Six. Yeah. <laughs> Above average. Yeah. Okay, guys, thank you very much indeed. Is there anything else anybody wants to say before we go? Yeah, we need to uh, just sum things up. Um, yeah, so you, so you can find us on most uh, major podcast platforms and obviously, of course, YouTube as well. Um, all under the same name, Theory of Anything. And you can obviously find us on Twitter at Theory of Anything. T I N G. So tweet us or follow at the us. End. Whatever, yeah, yeah. T-I-N-G at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, or obviously email us at theoryofanything at hotmail.com. And, Thank uh, you. Shoot us any opinions, anything you want to say about what we've said or anything you want us to cover or anything. Yeah, yeah. so what about those top three films? What do you think? Yeah. Oh, I bet there'll be some controversy or the suggestions. Yeah. Yeah. But instead mm-hmm. of telling us, email us or both. Yeah. yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Cool. Fabulous. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you very no, much. <laughs> Look forward to catching you all around the microphone again next time. Yeah, thank you. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.